straight epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about straight epistemology at straightepistemology.com. My grandma, she raised me with the belief of how once you die, you have to leave a cup of water out because our spirits are still with us. They stay with us for a good amount of time before they go wherever they need to go. So you keep hmm. a, water, a cup of water nearby so that in case they get thirsty on their, on their travels, they can drink that. Your grandma advises leaving out a cup of water mm-hmm. for spirits because after people pass, they don't necessarily go away they, right they away. Don't go right away right immediately. And what's the purpose of the water? In case like they get thirsty in their travels, they can drink water. If they get thirsty during their travels, mm-hmm. hmm. Yeah, I think that the word that's most in need of disambiguation and definition, etc., is faith, and particularly yeah. the difference between. Faith, hope, and trust. And I think a way to conceptualize this is crossing a bridge. Let's say you're someplace in Vietnam or someplace in Asia. I just say that because you have these images of these rickety bridges over these ancient cliffs or what have you. You know what I mean when I'm talking about that? I'm thinking of Indiana Jones where like that rickety bridge, is that too dated? I realized once after I said Vietnam, I'll probably get a complaint to the university. But <laughs> so you're on one of these bridges, this ancient bridge. And now you're like, holy shit, I'm not really keen on walking over this bridge. And you say to the guide, hey, man, I don't know. This is freaking me out. If you fall, I'm dead. I really don't want to walk over this bridge. I need to know it's safe. Now compare the three responses from the guide. I have faith that this bridge is safe. I hope that this bridge is safe. I trust that this bridge is safe. Now, if he said to me, I hope that this bridge is safe, there's no freaking way I'm crossing that bridge. (laughs) But the larger point of this is that people use these words as synonyms But these are just simply not synonyms. They're just not. And you can pretend they're synonyms all you want. But the fact that you can use them in some contexts and circumstances and not in others, have that talk of faith being pretending to know something you don't know, and that faith claims are knowledge claims. I think it's when you're at your pastor and you say, he says, I'm going to lay hands on you. And you say, is it going to work? He says, you know, I have faith it's going to work. I hope it's going to work. I have confidence is another one. Mm. I have confidence that it's going to work. I trust that it's going to work. These are subtle differences, but they are very significant when it comes to crossing bridges or what your doctor's going to give you for medication. I love the bridge metaphor because it's a tangible thing that you can actually test in reality to see if your hope was justified. You could hope that the bridge holds your weight and you can cross the ravine and get to the other side. And you can say, oh, my hope was warranted. My hope was justified. If you take that leap of hope in this case, I trust the bridge will hold my weight. I can trust it and I can go out and halfway through, I can find that my trust was unwarranted. I was just too heavy. 
my body is three times the size maybe of a of an average person from that area. What's interesting though that faith is probably one of I almost tweeted this like last week uh, coincidentally. But this is nothing new. Faith is one of the most slipperiest words ever invented. Right. And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but when somebody says faith, you should probably spend five to 10 minutes on what exactly do they mean by that word and write it out. Yeah, they, what, they see the Hebrews 111. Hebrews yeah. 111. And a lot of people who say that word don't even think it. They just say it because they were told that that's the answer that you give. Right. That happens a lot. So figure out what they mean by the word. There's also an interesting wrinkle here. There are several countries that don't have a word for faith. German. Or, or the, the equivalent, sorry, the equivalent of it means belief. That's correct. I have faith that we're having a Zoom conference right now. Right. I believe it to be the case. There's some language issues there too. But here's I, the, key, the key part of all of this is regardless of the word that they're using, they're using faith, trust, or hope to indicate a certain level of confidence that what I think is going to happen is going to happen. I think this bridge will hold me. I think this God is real. And I'm taking it on faith that it's the case. With the bridge, you can test it, maybe to your own death, but it is testable. With other types of supernatural claims, I could probably take it on faith that I leave out water, that there really are spirits that are pitter-pattering down my hallway, right? But how would I actually be able to test it? And that's the distinction is that when we really look at how people are using that word in particular, there's a testing component that's, that's missing when it's used for these types of claims. It's not missing on the bridge claim, but it's missing on the God claim. And that's the big distinction. I think that's an outstanding point. I, I want to talk about something you just said. When you said desire, I think that's really important. And I want to go back to the bridge thing. So there you are, you're looking at this rickety old bridge mm -hmm. and you say, the guy, hey man, is this safe? And he's like, well, I desire it to be safe. Yeah, and I desire all those goods that are on the other side of the chasm that I'm like, I, that's where I want to go. Right. I mean, if somebody told me that they desired that the bridge is going to hold my weight, I would thank them. <laughs> but there's no way I'm walking across the bridge, right? Unless it could be tested and demonstrated before you walk your ass out there. Yeah, so right? you'd have to have a fat person that but, walked over and the bridge didn't collapse, right? But, but, but here's what's so twisted about faith is that it's viewed as a virtue to believe that that bridge will hold you without being able to test it. Right. And I'm a good person because I'm taking on faith that the bridge will hold me. I'm taking it on faith that the God will be there. I'm taking it on faith that I'll right. see my, my grandpa and my uncle again when I die. And that's notice how interesting that is. It shifted from an epistemological claim to a moral claim. It shifted from, mm -hmm. I have evidence for this thing, therefore I believe it, to I'm a good person if I believe it. Right. So it, it, from epistemology to morality. When the very question is, how are you concluding that it's factually true? Right. So and the method time, the right. method is because I want it to be true. Right. And every time you avoid going back to epistemology and going back to that sincere asking of the question, well, what are your reasons for believing that? How do you know it's true? And then you can, you know, you populate that with yeah. other sorts. However, what we've learned is just simply saying, you just believe that this is true because you want it to be true. And it's meeting psychological needs. The walls will go up. You really do have to hear them out because maybe you can't assume that that's how they're using the word faith. They may say, I think faith is a horrible method for arriving at the truth. I have evidence for it. So hear them out. You have to go where they take you. Don't lead with, 
Is this all based on faith? I don't even like mentioning that word because it's so slippery to begin with. I want them to mention it first if it's even part of their calculus. Yeah, and that's the one thing I've learned from doing so many of these conversations is, I mentioned this in previous class, I think that the disconnect between Christians and atheists is that atheists believe Christians believe on the basis of no evidence. Christians believe that they believe on the basis of evidence. Yep. The problem is that, I mean, there are exceptions to that, of course, you know, Tertullian, et cetera, but, you know, I believe because it's insane. But bracketing that, the idea is that I I love the fact that you're writing. What are you writing, by the way? Well, um, you mentioned evidence, and there's a really important link between evidence and faith that I want to touch on. So. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, and I, I, I will, I'll forget it if I don't jot it down. That's one thing yeah, that I've learned. Yes, I'm talking okay. to so. You're right. A lot of believers think that they have evidence to support their claim. And then when you ask them, how are you verifying your evidence? That's when they say faith. And they usually use the descriptions or definitions that Pete mentioned. It's either trust or hope or some variation of that. But be careful. They may be defining it as belief or evidence. It'll be defined a thousand different ways. But here's the big difference. You can't test the evidence that you think that you have if you're taking it on faith that it's true, based on most definitions that people have. But you can test evidence if you use more reliable methodologies for verifying your evidence. Like, let's run a test. Let's let's uh, get some pigs <laughs> that weigh just as much as me and send them across the bridge. And let's observe and see how the bridge reacts. We can test the evidence that's available to us. But when it comes to these supernatural claims, that testing component is not there. And And that's what faith is what allows people to smuggle in insufficient evidence to support their claim. That's correct. Say that again, because I think it's so important. Faith is what allows people to smuggle in evidence that is insufficient to support their claim. Now, there's an asterisk there. You have to figure out what they mean by faith. But by most definitions that theists will give for thinking that they're justified in concluding to a high degree of confidence that something is true, faith is that little beast that lets you believe anything. You can take anything on faith and think that it's true, but most people don't realize that until you engage with them on dialogue about that. They have to discover it on their own by you asking questions, but don't drive to a conclusion that they don't hold. There's a lot of of ifs, then, buts in there, but if you play this back, it should make more sense. We isolated a specific claim that you tend to make, and then we looked at the quality of the evidence that you're using to support the claim. It's not good evidence. Mm-hmm. That's the conclusion of this. It was not good evidence. Mm. Now I'm questioning whether all my other evidence for my faith is, like, concrete. Your evidence for your faith? Not, not my faith, but, like, for other beliefs. Hmm. The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here, or not expressed here, do not necessarily represent those of the organization.